You're told what to do. You're told what to learn. You're told what pill to take, but you're not taught how to learn. You're not taught why and how money works. You're not taught, you know, what's the underlying root issue in health that we should be focused on versus the pill. So that's the thread. And to me, that thread goes the whole way back to ancient wisdom that's been around for ever mm -hmm. and bringing that ancient wisdom up to modern day science and pairing mm -hmm. the two. That's what I'm called to. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mangana. Hello, welcome to an episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mangana. I'm here with Scott Ford from Way, The Way to Wealth. Scott was actually referred to me by an awesome human who you may have heard from our 2022 Abundant You Summit, uh, Rich Christensen. Uh, he and I had a follow-up conversation. He's like, you got this awesome human you have to be. I'm like, really? You say yes? I say yes. And apparently after speaking to Scott just before we got started, he's like, Rich says yes, I say yes. And this is it. So we're both just following <laughs> Rich's lead as a man who knows what he's doing. Really excited to get to know you, Scott, learn more about you, your story, where you're from. So why don't you start with the elevator pitch? What's the, what's the, what's the 30 second download on you? Yeah, sure. And I'll start with just you're exactly right. When when Rich, uh, <laughs> that human being he is, when he says, yes, I'm in. So I jump in 100 <laughs> percent. So Here's what I'll tell you about me. My purpose is to serve every moment presents itself for me to live it. And then as far as roles I play, uh, I'm a husband, I'm a father, mm -hmm. I'm a grandfather, mm -hmm. and I'm a team awesome. member of uh, three companies in wealth management. So that's mm -hmm. me in a 30 second snapshot. Amazing, amazing, amazing. As a new dad, um, let me rewind that. So I came into my stepdaughter's life when she was about two and a half. And so I, I thought I kind of got it. I've got a lot of nephews and nieces, been around them. Some of my nephews and nieces are having kids. So I thought I got it. Um, I was even there when my nephew was born, right? So I thought I got it, but there's something like when God gives you the duty to shepherd like a small human all i can say is i understand now why people put i'm a father in the list now now that i'm a dad myself so absolutely awesome absolutely awesome yes so, your purpose intrigues me because some people often like to come with you know i've got this purpose that does this and you're like you know throw all that in the bin i'm just here to serve however i'm called to serve every moment of my being is that something that you evolved into or is that something that that you woke up with some kind of inspiration for evolved into dan and just like the what you mentioned about becoming a father you you don't know until it happens and, and an example of that um uh, when i first became a grandfather and which by the way it's even more magical than being a father. I can't explain. It. Uh, I don't. I don't know how that works, but it is. It's unbelievable. So I can remember our daughter saying, "Oh, Dad, this is getting close. Like, you know, baby's going to be born any day. Like, I just don't know that I'm going to be ready." And she was serious. It was just like I really don't know. Mm. And I'm like, "You could be great. You'd be great. You, you'll see. Mm. You're gonna know. Yeah. I, like, there's no classes on this. Like, I, I don't know. I'm like, you'll see." You'll know. And of course, it's the way it works. Right. You 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 do know it just comes natural. Um, and it, it, things come to you. And then as far as the purpose, Dan, that definitely evolved for me. And 
you know, hard charger uh, most of my life and um, want to do the right thing, but just hustling to, to make it happen. And it's why I introduced myself as husband, father, grandfather, team member, because before it would be, oh, CEO of uh, Cornerstone Wealth Management, managing partner of Carson Wealth Management and coaching firm and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and now it's like, you know what? I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. And I'm a team member and that's it. And, and then the purpose of, um, and the, and by the way, what I do for a living is wealth management, way to wealth. And what we can chat about that, if it makes sense. And if not, yeah. that's totally cool as well. Um, mm-hmm. because that's not who I am. It's part of what mm-hmm. I do. And then the, 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 every moment presenting itself for me to serve, I actually learned that from Michael Singer. I've, I have like, oh, love that guy. I actually flew him. down to meet this guy, to hear him <gasps> speak. So I've read everything he's made. written. At oh, least I'm twice, jealous. everything. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yes. I'm jealous. That's one of my yes. his book, The Surrender Experiment, is one of my five books that I live by. Um, when it 100%. comes to the idea of purpose, I knew there was a reason why I liked you. I knew there was a reason 100%. why I liked you. <laughs> so that's the purpose, man. That's where it mm-hmm. came from. I learned that from him, and of course, look, he the truth's in there. And mm-hmm. We've learned, and, you know, he's learning it from the other you know, mm-hmm. beings who, who, who learned that and we're just all sharing it. So it's mm-hmm. like, when I heard that, I'm like, whew. So one of the things I do is in business and being a father and being all these things, there's a lot of responsibility. So I'm big on best practices. So there's a book called getting things done, probably heard out, uh, uh, heard of it in the past. Right. And so, uh, David Allen. And so mm-hmm. I've incorporated that and we've done it uh, through a couple of friends of mine, ones, they're both lean experts in business. And so they, they, they said, use Microsoft to do's. And so we incorporated Microsoft to do's with getting things done. Cause you know, it's, it's the system they use and they, they, they run some really big manufacturing facilities. So I'm like, it works for you. I'll do it. Me. Well, mm-hmm. in, do, in doing it, you have the purpose. And when I put that purpose, it was like, I'm like, that's it, man. It's like every moment presents itself for me to lift it. I'm just here to serve. Mm. And so instead of going to conquer the world, and I got big hopes and dreams and visions that we're up to and I've been given, but it's pretty much that simple, man. It's like mm-hmm. they were co-creating things, present themselves. They're presenting themselves for a reason. And I mm-hmm. believe the reason is for you to show up in a centered moment, being fully whole and complete in yourself and seeing how you can lift that moment. That's the day-to-day, every moment, uh, life that I try to live. I love that. And I love the way that you separate who I am with what my role is within the context of who I am. Mm. That understanding that the egoic aspect of ourselves has a role to play, but I'm not tied up in that. I am still the I am observing that ego at play in a role. And not caught yes. up in it, but enjoying the experience of witnessing that play happening. Yes, a hundred percent. And of course, not perfect at it, uh, mm-hmm. and recognizing it, and um, continuing to evolve and grow into it. And your your question was, did you evolve into that? Absolutely, and still evolving. <laughs> <laughs> still evolving, and and that's the truth of reality, right? We're always either evolving or devolving. We're either expanding or contracting, and both of them are growth. It's just they're in different directions. But there's always a constant movement. We're never static, even if we think we're static. Actually, we're probably then in a state of decay, a state, a state of regression. Well said, man. That's exactly right. I've seen this drawn and in my notebook, just this spot, we're spiraling up with that evolution or Mm -hmm. we're spiraling down. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, well, well stated. I totally concur. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So I just want to dive a little back in bit into the backstory, right? To the husband, father, grandfather, 
partner. Um, I'm particularly interested to know where, because Michael Singer, I mean, I heard from him from a friend of mine who's in a meditation community that I'm in. He's been on Oprah, but he's got a very simple yet profound way of looking at things. I think even more simple than Eckhart Tolle with the power of now, because he gives you a way to be within that simplicity that removes the questions that can sometimes show up with, with some of these approaches to the way that we look at life and the unseen world and so on and so forth. So I'm really interested to see where that cross-section happened for you, but, you know, take us back in time. Like what's the hometown, you know, what's, what's the story? Are you and your wife, high school sweethearts? Like what's, what's the backstory? I'd love to learn more about that and share that with the listeners. Happy to do it, Dan. Let me ask you something. You, you, you said, um, the person simplifying even more than Eckhart, were you referring to Michael Singer or the person you know locally? No, no, no. Um, Michael Singer, the way that Michael Singer simplifies yeah. things down because he's just like, he, just again, just this whole idea of what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Your purpose is to be here and, it, and be ready. Sure. Like, the whole thing of this, one of, the, one of the, the most powerful lines I love in the surrender experiment is when I think the question was around, you know, was he you know, caught up with what to do next is I was so busy my hands are so full doing what God had given me to do that I didn't have time to be thinking. I was too presently doing what was already presented to me to be thinking or obsession about what there is to do next week or what there was done last week. Because I'm here doing the work, serving in this moment. And I, I just love that approach. I absolutely adore it. We, we, we know each other somehow, man. I don't know how, but we do. And I, here's why I had to re-ask that because you literally stated exactly what I state because people are like, you know, who do you read and what do you like and what are you up to? And so yeah. for me, my frame in life, and we'll get to this, it's a little going maybe now backwards, but health, wealth, wisdom, mm -hmm. and happiness. And so mm -hmm. I'll get to give you that frame, but under the wisdom, I talk about living in the present moment is is being wise mm -hmm. and is wisdom. And then like, mm -hmm. well, who, who do you read after? Well, clearly Eckhart Tolle and the power of now is brilliant mm -hmm. and good stuff. Clearly, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, the is it David? Uh, I want to say Walker. It's not. It'll come to me. Dawkins. Um, Hawkins. Yes. Hawkins, so, so, right. so Hawkins, David Hawkins. Right. And I love his stuff. Um, it, just on and on and on. Mm -hmm. The person the person that I've read the most is Michael Singer. I told you I've read everything he, that he's written at least twice, at least twice. And by the way, so I don't forget when I went and visited him was in January of 2020. So just before the pandemic and no wow. one knew and I was going to be speaking at a conference. I was in Florida anyway. And I'm like, you know mm -hmm. what? I'm going two days early so mm -hmm. that I can stay and drive in and go to the temple. Mm -hmm. And I did. Mm -hmm. I was able to meet, mm -hmm. hear him. And it was fantastic. And then, of course, the pandemic happened. Well, since it happened, he now records them, by the way. He, 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 he gives a talk Sunday. You may already know this, but maybe the audience does it Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. Mm -hmm. And they're recorded, and it's on his website for free. He used to charge yeah, yeah. for them, and you had to wait a year. It's all available. Just, he does it for free. He does it. It's, and he's got a really uh, beautiful series of audios, like 10 audios on YouTube as well. And even the way he just speaks, you can just feel the truth in the way that he speaks, man. It's just awesome. Totally. So just mm -hmm. synthesizes this thing down to its essence mm -hmm. of simplicity. And that's mm -hmm. what I love most about him. So we're, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're doubt in on point on that. So, <laughs> yeah. so it, with my backstory, 
Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, you wouldn't think that I'd be talking about this today, talking about uh, Michael <laughs> and David Hawkins. All right. So I was literally uh, born in Chattanooga, Tennessee and born in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. Tennessee, because my dad was in seminary at a Baptist college mm-hmm. at Tennessee Temple University. Mm-hmm. So I was raised mm-hmm. in a Baptist preacher's home. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's what I was born into. And great family, mm-hmm. um, certainly very religious uh, in, in those mm-hmm. traditions. And so I was just always super curious. I was the youngest of five and just had a ton of freaking questions always. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I still do. And so mm-hmm. I started having questions on well, what's this mean and what's this verse mm-hmm. mean and what's this mean? Um, and so as I became an adult, I formed my own opin- opinion. What mm-hmm. happened to me, though, as I was growing a couple of things that left indelible marks, certainly the re- religious thing. And that's why I got to figure this out. What makes sense to me, not mm-hmm. what someone else is telling me. And then. Dad was always uh, a big proponent of small businesses. He just <laughs> loves small businesses. And he always used to say, son, they're the backbone of any economy. That left an indelible mark on me mm-hmm. to the point where in school, middle school, I started doing magic tricks. I'd play, I was always playing sports. I was into that and magic tricks more so than school. Uh, and so I started doing birthday parties and magic shows. And then I started going to restaurants and charging. So I've always been a bit of an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And then what I recognized um, is mom and dad, we never had any money um, and life was OK. I mean, they were doing their best, but mm-hmm. it could have been more. There could have been more mm-hmm. free, freedom. There could have been more fulfillment. And part of that, mm-hmm. I believe, is because money was complicated. And so I, for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm going to get money. Like, they, we don't have any money and we it's limiting us. So I remember that leaving an indelible mark on me. So out of school. Um, shockingly, I went into business on my own and started in insurance and benefits consulting for small business owners. And I saw the same pattern. I'm working with these businesses and they're clueless about money. They're Mm -hmm. decent at their trade, but they're clueless about money. So I'm like, we got to solve this. And this is a long time ago. So this is early nineties. Mm-hmm. And in 1996, I founded a company, Cornerstone, mm-hmm. and Cornerstone Wealth Management was to, was designed to be a virtual family office or like mm-hmm. a one-stop shop for these business owners to solve money doesn't have to be complicated. So for me, Dan, uh, two things I'll say. One, you know, this journey of making things simple has always been important to me for some reason making money simple. I know why that's been important to me because I, I, I saw it with my mom and dad and family. I saw it with these small business owners. Um, and I think the same thing happened to on the religious front. I was like, man, this is so daggum complicated. I don't know how many religions are out there, but it's, someone just told it to me the other day. It's astounding how many different religions. And I'm like, why is it so complicated? <laughs> and so, so, so that's like my backstory of I've always been driven, not very good at being told what to do. It needs to make sense to me, mm-hmm. need to come to that own conclusion on myself because I believe I am complete and whole and the answer's in there. I, I just need it to resonate. And if it doesn't, I got to get to it. And that's where I believe. I have been focused in business on making money simple for that reason. And that's where I believe I landed on someone, uh, you know, like Michael Singer's work on that surrender experiment. And the, really the essence of it all mm-hmm. is to be in that moment mm-hmm. and that every moment does present it for me to lift it and mm-hmm. that I am whole and complete within myself. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yeah. I think 
and this isn't throwing shade, but kind of is, but kind of isn't, but there's a propensity from some corners to make things more complicated than they have to be. So you can look more clever than you really are. But someone who is at peace with the truth that's coming through them, not from them, isn't adding on those airs and graces because it's not about them. It's about the truth and them just being an instrument for that truth. Yes. Mm. Yes. I totally agree with that. And like, Mm. if you look at money, Mm -hmm. it's made complicated, I believe, and I will throw shade. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it the shade. (laughs) Just saying, just saying that because it's, it, 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 it's for others benefit. So if we make this complicated and we have to hand it over. So it's like three things. If we look at, Healthcare. Mm-hmm. We look at the financial system, mm-hmm. and we look at the education system. Like the thread that's missing there is you're told what to do, you're mm-hmm. told what to learn, you're told mm-hmm. what pill to take, but you're mm-hmm. not taught how to learn. You're not mm-hmm. taught why and how money works. You're mm-hmm. not taught, you know, what's the underlying root issue in health that we should be focused mm-hmm. on versus mm-hmm. the pill. So that's the thread. And to me, that thread goes the whole way back to ancient wisdom that's been mm-hmm. around for ever mm-hmm. and bringing that ancient wisdom up to modern day science and pairing mm-hmm. the two. That's what I'm called to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, and I, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent because again, so I was raised in a very conservative Christian home. My parents are Seventh-day Adventists. You probably know the sex. They're the weirdos that go to church on Saturdays <laughs> to the Sunday um, and run away from bacon. Um, but, like, I, I've, I remember when I was about 13, there was a Bible study going on. And I was an avid student. I can recite Psalms out the wazoo. Like I can tell you the stories. I, I'm in it. I've read the Bible back to front more times than I can remember. Like avid student, but there were missing pieces. And the more that I dug into the history of scripture, not the Bible, but scripture and where those things came from, and starting to understand that, so hang on a minute, there's a whole set of things called the Dead Sea Scrolls. Why don't we know about what's going on with those? Who are the Essenes? What's going on with that? And there's a whole other set of Mary Magdalene's got a God. She wrote, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. And you start to see this man, man, you factored complication and subjugation by telling you, this is what you're allowed to see so that I can tell you what you are to believe. And I understand. I don't believe it was uh, malevolent personally. When you look at what was happening, across the Roman Empire at the time that Constantine sat down and said, let's let's tidy this up. The different sects were basically taking each other out. There was violence. It was, it was a mess. And so he was just trying to bring some order. So I do understand, but there's still this almost robbing us of our sovereignty to choose. But that's one of the great things about being in the information age. People can tell you, oh, this is the pill to take, but you've got freedom of information. You can go and get a second opinion. People saying, this is what you have to learn. You can go and get homeschooled. You can go and get a different type of education. My stepdaughter, we're going to be sending her to a Waldorf school, right? So she gets a different way of learning. We have that freedom. And so my thing that I just want to make sure that the listeners get as we're having this conversation and continue to have it, these complications, these manufactured inputs aren't an excuse for us not to take action and go do things differently. Scott, you and I here have 
a different approach on reality, a different approach on money, a different approach to spirituality, and maybe a relationship with the divine that comes from going out and exploring these other things and forming our own opinion. And I just want people to really be in power as we continue this conversation. Remember that it's not an excuse that these things are out there, that these complications are there. The truth in simple form is everywhere. Well said. That's exactly right. That it, mm-hmm. it, it it's there. It's in us, and it is mm-hmm. attainable. It's in a very similar path. Is is doing those readings and diving deep. I can remember being young. I was the chosen one. I was the youngest of five. You know, I, I'm going to be. <laughs> you're going to carry on. Gonna, the, you're going to carry. I'm going to be the preacher, and I would. Yeah. I, I was always like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> and though very intense, like I was the one who did have it highlighted and underlined and read it front forward. Could quote mm-hmm. the scriptures. They could could make arguments with adults because they didn't read it. So like I took this, <laughs> and then same kind of thing would say, no, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. And I can remember having conversations with dad and Mm -hmm. he'd be like son i've been doing this 35 years uh i think i i think i know what i'm doing i'm like well i understand 35 years you know i'm like 14 i'm like but that's not what this says (laughs) so anyway that didn't go so well he didn't like it so well but i couldn't i couldn't uh let that go and so ultimately continue down this path for truth it's just ultimately being a truth seeker is what it's Mm -hmm. been for me and Mm -hmm. so hopefully your listeners it's the same thing like all we no matter what we talk about all we want's the truth. All anyone wants. I mean, we want the truth. That's what we're after. So it's interesting. I'll share this this bit about me. So what we're up to recently, uh, uh, we being my wife and I, mm-hmm. is through through various um, uh, ceremonies, we've been called to um, healing, and, and really that's what we all want. And so, mm-hmm. so to me, let me frame this. Mm-hmm. So to me. I'm in wealth management. Okay. Mm -hmm. Our process is called the way to wealth. That's our Mm -hmm. process for how to manage money. It's how I manage my personal finances, right? Mm -hmm. It's an educational system of um, how do you be economically independent and financially free? All right. Mm -hmm. So, but that sets in a frame and the frame for me is health, wealth, wisdom, and happiness. So -hmm. if you think of health, for me, it's spiritual, mental, physical health. Agreed. Wealth is being financially free, meaning where money's not a reason to do or not do something. So mm-hmm. way to wealth fits that. Mm-hmm. That's what it's designed for. Then the second tier down in wealth is enough because I know billionaires who don't have enough. I know mm-hmm. people who don't hardly have any money who have enough. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. being enough as well is true wealth. And then what mm-hmm. real true wealth is love. So the third mm-hmm. tier in wealth in my mind is this whole game's Ooh. about love. So Amazing. that's true wealth. Mm-hmm. Then wisdom, living in the present moment mm-hmm. and having lots of experiences create wisdom. And mm-hmm. then content, continual learning creates wisdom. And then happiness, by the way, ancient wisdom modern day technology. I took this from Benjamin Franklin and added some onto it. He said, healthy, wealthy, wise. (laughs) I added happy because it's like Mm -hmm. it's missing in our time. Mm -hmm. So with Mm -hmm. happiness, I say healthy relationships, Mm -hmm. having a dream that you contribute to, and then being grateful. So here's my Mm -hmm. point in that. If I were to say, look, Dan, our way to wealth process can get you to a billion dollars in like 12 months. Mm -hmm. Sounds great, right? Everyone's going to go sign me up. I want that process. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to know where I heard this from, At the as soon as you get the billion dollars, you're going to have miserable relationships. Your mm-hmm. health's probably not going to be very good. You're going to have health uh, challenges and you're going to be completely unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. You still want the billion? <laughs> of course not, right? Because that's not the game. It's a piece of the game. So people mm-hmm. are coming to us to that financial piece 
But really the whole game is the spiritual piece, which is the spiritual, the love in your life, the living in the Mm -hmm. present moment and relationships. So that's what we want to focus on is, yes, let's get you financially free. So money's not a reason that you do do or don't do anything. Mm -hmm. But let's play the game of what it's really after, which what we're really after is just this sense of well-being in all aspects. I've got to laugh because... I have my consulting business, Corner 4 Consulting, which is maybe laugh as well because my, my consulting business is called Corner 4, your Corner Stone, so, <laughs> right? Um, I wound that up to come and do the work that I do now. We open back up, but, you know, when, when, I was, when, I was, when I was working, I had this really clear vision about what I wanted to create in the world. Came away, got the inspiration to come and do what I do now. Very clear, this is what I want to do. I want to help people consciously create their own reality. That's what my Stepping Beyond Intention book is all about. That's what my Beyond Intention paradigm is all about. Having the agency to show up consciously in what you're creating in your world with responsibility, with love, with gratitude, self-compassion, and of contribution. And, you know, started doing my thing, you know, working with a few people, blah, 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 blah. But as we're helping people create what I call the ideal life blueprint, time and time again, the thing that was coming up is they didn't have enough money. So they had the clear vision. Maybe most things are dialed in, but the money was the the roadblock. So I started kind of playing with this whole concept that, well, if you can consciously create your reality, you can consciously create anything in it, including money. And so I started dialing in this whole thing of applying these principles to to what manifestation more than creation and, and management, the manifestation element of it. As soon as I started doing that, everyone wanted to give me money. You know, I built up the business to six figures in four and a half months, you know, not really doing much work at all. People just, here, you know, take take my money. But as soon as they got through the door, exactly the same, the conversation wasn't about money. It's about, okay, what's your relationship to yourself? What's the clarity of vision, right? What's going on in your energy field? You know, well, what's going on with your unconscious thoughts and behaviors, your habits? What's happening with your intimate relationships? What's happening with your relationship with your body? Because... None of these can exist in wholeness without all of them existing in their wholeness. But so often we get caught up on the money aspect, right? I want the billion dollars and lose sight of the fact that money isn't what makes you wealthy. There are a lot of people, a lot of money that are damn broke, right? Yes. It's one aspect of this overall dynamic of abundance and of wealth. It's just one aspect of it. 100%. 100%. And that's the ideal and under the wealth uh, is enough. That's abundance. Like instead of being scarcity, that person with $100, if they're coming from a place of abundance and enough, they're way more wealthy than the $3 billion. Because the guy with $3 billion, there's a correction in the portfolio of companies he owns or whatever. And it goes from three to 2.5. He won't sleep. The person with 100 is like, ah, I'm good. I'm whole. I'm complete. I'm abundant. I have all kinds of opportunities Mm -hmm. and then what's the game really about it's really about love that's the whole game like that's Mm -hmm. it and so like that's true wealth to me and so that's my mission that's like sharing Mm -hmm. this message of really health wealth wisdom and happiness with that spiritual really line and thread that we get to we don't lead with it because what people what they want is this this wealth and honestly that's the easiest one to get there's a process. <laughs> Ours is called the way to wealth. You can, you can use other processes. You can get that. So we can show you how to get that. Mm-hmm. Then let's really play the real game. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we lead with that, giving them what they want and then getting them to what they need. Yeah. Is what, yeah. One, is of what we're up had, um, he, one of my old teachers says, I have to give you what you want. So you want what I have to give. 
<laughs> yes, that's, that's well said. Awesome. That's absolutely awesome. So for people that want to find out a bit more about the process, uh, maybe start to explore what it might be to, to, to hop in, what's the best way for them to connect with you and get that done? Yeah, for sure, Dan. So the way to wealth, well, I would just go to the website, the way to, it's the number two, mm-hmm. uh, wealth.com, the way to wealth.com. Everything's on there. Uh, podcast, uh, one pagers. I'm, you know, I'm a simple guy. So we use simple tools. Yeah. I like everything to be on one page. So like the financial plan, the way to wealth, it's all on one page. Um mm. And I think there's 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 beauty in that, you know. If things mm-hmm. get more, if, they, if things get too complicated, um, there's a reason for that. And uh, who is who was it, Richard Feynman, that said, you know, if you can't explain it to a five year old, you don't really understand it yet. Yeah. So I think there's mm-hmm. beauty to simplicity. So we like to create one page tools. Back to the premise of making things simple so people can be empowered on their finances to know enough about what's going on, they still may delegate to someone, but know enough of what's going on. So you know who to even delegate to. Mm. Awesome. 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 Um, Are there any pearls aside from the yumminess that you've served up today that you'd like to have the listeners maybe walk away with it? It can even be going back to something that you've already shared. Let's see. What, one of the things I would say, because this is something that we're up to. So Rich and I are actually partners in the company Legato family. Yeah. I'm, and I'm I've got my goods, my goodies. It, I'm, I'm making my way through that myself. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, what I bring to that, a couple of things, but one thing is the structure. I'm in wealth. I've, I've done this since 91. And so on the wealth management side, all of this brilliant work Rich has done with his family that he shared and your audience mm-hmm. has heard of the values and the structures and the, the rites of passage that he did with his kids is amazing. And, and by the way, every time I hear this story, I'm like, you make me feel like the most dysfunctional father in the world. Every time you tell this story, I, I look at Ethan, but, I'm like, really? I've got to do all that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And so he, he always says, no, I took it to an extreme, but I'm yeah. like, still, man, you make me feel dysfun- dysfunctional, <laughs> but there's hope. I got grandkids. So maybe, maybe I, I can get a replay. Thank so, you. So I bring the structure and on the structure side, <clears throat> we were calling it family constitution. How do we create a constitution? So instead of just dumping money, because this, this thing of this leaving liquid money, this is a new phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't used to be that way. So this yeah, is back to, that's it. That's it. Now it's, it's back to taking ancestral wisdom pairing with modern day science. So this constitution and it, 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 when I started digging into this, as I do, we talked about this, mm-hmm. is I got to know. So I started reading the Constitution. Where did it come from, all this? And what I find is they took they, they took a lot of the work from the, of the Constitution from the Great Law of Peace, from the oh, Iroquois wow. Confederacy, Native American tribe. Oh, and wow. when you look, there's actually a book that talks about it. And as I start digging into the book, it starts mm-hmm. showing what was in the great law of peace and how we used it in the constitution. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, there were several things left out though. <clears throat> Two of which we're, we're bring, hoping to bring back. One is the role of women in government. Mm-hmm. Number two, seventh generation thinking. Mm-hmm. And what the Iroquois nation was say is as the elders were asked a question, they would always say, How's this going to affect the seventh generation from now? Our mm-hmm. family, other families, the plant family, the animal family, the water, the soil, the earth. How's it going to affect? What's that going to look like seven generations from now? We stopped doing that. 
And this is the ancient wisdom that's been lost. So I'm like, let's not call this family constitution. Let's call this seventh generation family constitution. So we as families can think seven generations from now. And how's this going to affect our families? We people will never meet, at least on this plane and Mm -hmm. others seven generations from now. And Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's the that's the work we're up to. That's what we're passionate about. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's the brilliant work that 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 we've paired from Andrea to Rich that you that you've heard to me bringing this structure a seven generation family constitution. So, yeah, I wanted to mention that because I think this is a way to help heal families, which can help heal countries, which mm-hmm. can help heal the planet. Uh, And that's a big Mm -hmm. statement. So I'm not saying I'm doing that, but I just, I do think a small part in healing families and thinking in seven generations can um, help unify us and, and, and put us in the right direction. Awesome. Well, I'm going to definitely grab the name of that book so I can write it down and and read it myself. I'm really intrigued about that. Um, Scott, thank you for coming to hang out today. Give me the chance to just to, to jam with you. Uh, definitely, uh, we need to. I think we need to sit down and drink something and yeah. maybe smoke a cigar and really get into it. I, I think that's something that needs to be put on the cards. Um, guys, make sure you head over to the way to wealth.com number two. We'll make sure proper link for that in the show notes. Uh, I think you'll agree with me that Scott's been an absolutely awesome guest and it's definitely worth some exploration by you, especially if you are someone that recognizes and understands the power of legacy and what's going on to be coming forward in seven generations. Uh, Really, really powerful way of thinking. Until next time, guys, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Do so with an eye on the seventh generation forward. And remember, you can consciously choose an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life for you and those to come. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.